Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are going through the New Testament in a year, and we are in 1 Peter chapter 4. Peter, of course, being the Peter that was in Jesus' inner circle, um, so uh, he's got a lot to say, he's got a lot of experience, and so let's take a look at it. And he's been talking about relationships and how we're supposed to be living in our work relationships if you're a slave, if you're a husband, if you're a wife. If you're suffering, and they are suffering because he's writing to suffering Christians. He's writing to Christians that are experiencing severe persecution. So, therefore, since Christ suffered, you see that seems to be a theme in this book, suffering. And, uh, you know, maybe we think that we're suffering because, uh, you know, maybe the heat in our car is not working or something like that. But these guys are suffering loss. These guys are suffering the loss of their homes, the loss of their families, some of them the loss of their life, the loss of their friendships. Um, they're suffering a lot because they're followers of Jesus. So therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. So Jesus suffered, and we're going to suffer, and we need to arm ourselves, and we need to be prepared for that, and we need to not fall into sin when suffering comes our way. It's easy to fall into sin when suffering comes your way. As a result, do not live the rest of your earthly lives. We all have an expiration date on us, and uh, sometimes we uh, go past those expiration dates. You know, it says, that, you know, we're promised 70 years, you know, maybe 80. And a lot of people live to be 90. Um, I knew some people this week who turned 100. So, but this earthly life will be over. And so don't live the rest of your earthly lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. Now find out what God wants you to do and do that. Live God's way, not following after your own human desires. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what the pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, you know, putting aside responsibility to do things that are full of pleasure, lust, just following after whatever our bodies or desires or thoughts are telling us to do, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, detestable idolatry. Get rid of that stuff. They're surprised that you don't join in this reckless, wild living as a heap of abuse on you. I uh, knew a guy who used to play for Bonnie Raitt. He also was in a band called uh, Little Feet, which, you know, you'd have to kind of be a musician's musician to like Little Feet, but a lot of people know who Little Feet is. And he told me that when he came to Christ, they made fun of him. You know, don't you want to live this life? Look at the life you have. And he said, it was hard. He said, the pressure was hard. You know, he said, because we had an easy life, you know, going around traveling, doing all kinds of things, all kinds of partying, all kinds of people, you know, cheering us on. And, you know, he gave it up for, he gave it up for Christ and his buddies made fun of him. He, he said, I remember one time he said, uh, I think they were all partying, they were all drunk and they all called me up on the phone together and they were all laughing at me. But they'll have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this reason, the gospel was preached even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to God in regard to the spirit. So it does say that Jesus preached to the souls that were imprisoned prior to his resurrection and preached to them and set some free. The end of all things is near. Well, if it was ever near, it's nearer now. 
therefore, because the end of all things is near, but if it's not the end of time for all of us, uh, the end of the planet, then it's certainly closer to the end for each one of us individually. So the end is near. So because of that, uh, be of sober mind so that you can pray. Have a clear mind so you can pray. Above all, most important thing, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. I used to be a painting contractor, painting people's houses. And uh, we used to say paint covers a multitude of sin. <laughs> and many times people would have houses that were, there's just stuff wrong with the house. And they would tell us, well, just paint over. And we go, we, we can paint over it, but, it, you know, it's rot underneath it. You don't, they, ah, just paint over it. Well, the paint made it look beautiful. And it is true that uh, love covers over a multitude of sin. And so I try to do this for people. You know, people are always complaining about people. I always try to stand up for them, cover it up. Throw some paint on that thing. Yeah, but it's falling apart. Ah, throw some paint out. It'll look good for a while anyway. Love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality without grumbling. You know, be nice to people. Open up your heart. Open up your home. Share meals with people. Each of you should use whatever gift you receive to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. All of us have a gift. We should use it and be a blessing to people. If anyone speaks, they should do so as the very words of God. As are you communicating for God? If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides. You don't have to do it with the strength God doesn't provide. They'll give you strength to serve. So that in all things, God might be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. So back to the suffering theme again. Verse 12. Dear friends, don't be surprised by the fiery ordeal that has come to test you. Well, there's a test coming upon us and it's a fiery ordeal and it's a difficult thing as though something strange were happening to you. It's not unusual that trials and difficulties and troubles would come upon us. In fact, that's the norm. It's sort of abnormal when these things don't happen to us. But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. You know, this isn't going to go on forever. It will end. If you're insulted because of the name of Christ, you're blessed. For the spirit of the glory of God rests upon you. People make fun of you because of Jesus. You're blessed. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or a thief or any other kind of criminal or a meddler as a gossiper. However, if you suffer as a Christian, don't be ashamed. But praise God that you bear the name. And praise God. Praise God. <laughs> you know, people make fun of you. People say things to you. You know, people say all kinds of stuff to you. I remember somebody said to me, go to hell. And I said, I would, you know, I'd like to accommodate you. I'm a people pleaser, but I can't, I'm saved. So for the time for judgment to begin with the house of God, and if it begins with us, what will be the outcome of those who don't obey the gospel of God? So God's cleansing his people. God is judging us. You know, judging is kind of like just looking in the mirror. You know, we see what we are. We see what we're made of and you try to move on and be made of something better. And if it's hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. So I'm suffering, so I just need to turn it over to God. God, I just turn this over to you. This is craziness. I don't know what in the world is happening to me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm going to live through this thing. But I'm going to try to do good even in the midst of all of this. So help me with it. And so, you know, let's live for Jesus. You know, suffering comes. 
uh, but it will it will not it will not last forever. It will be over at some point in our life or at the end of our life. So the Lord bless you, keep you, make His face shine upon you. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. Hey, peace, grace, and mercy.